Hi, my name is Rekwa and my pronouns are he, him. Yo, what's up? Uh, my name is Ipileng or you can even call me Tobe. Uh, my pronouns are he, him and, and you're listening, listening to, to Soul Uh, To be quite honest, I'm not going to do the whole introduction thing like how I did with This Is How You Make Me Feel. So let's just jump right into it. Um, mm-hmm. I asked you both to join this because like you're you're like in my short list of people who i think have good taste in music so this episode yes. i wanted appreciate that yeah 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 shout out to you guys for real um, shout out, shout out. <laughs> um to i just wanted to ask you guys like what are your top five sad songs i could we, let's just start from five like just say your 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 number fives. If you guys even oh. have number fives. Uh, okay, uh who's starting? Number. Anyone, start, it's actually. fine. You can start. You can start. Go, go for it. Go now for it. you can start. You're already making your senses. Um. Okay, a number five would be the locomotive. By King Crow. Okay, I don't know that one. Yeah, but I guess this is what's gonna like fuck up the whole thing because I'm gonna be like, I don't know that one. 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 Yeah, um, yeah, King Crow. Yeah, the locomotive King Crow. Um, King Crow is actually. I don't know how to actually categorize him. He his his artistic expression is very unique um it's quite unorthodox like he will incorporate notes of jazz hip-hop alternative um, indie you know into into his production um with the locomotive um what is it about? It was, what is it about? Is it a rap song? I feel like it's a rap song. It's not no, a King Crew. It's not a rap song. It's not a rap song. How, it's not, it's not rap. It's I, more I it's said, alternative. I, I did say I don't know, so you guys really can't, can't like. No, 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 no. It's, it's a bad question. It's a bad question. It's a bad question. No, um, King Crew is with this. Feels like stepping into a black hole. Hmm. <laughs> It feels genuinely. like stepping into a black hole. Like what? Yeah, genuinely. So he does explore um, topics of like mental health and whatnot. Um, and he did. He did have a bit of a hiatus because he actually had a child, and he's actually fairly young. I think he's about like how 20. young? Like as young or slightly older? I think he's like 20, 24, 25. Twenty-seven. Sorry, actually twenty-seven. That's not young. That is, it is fairly young. It's fairly still young. quite young, to be fair. It's still quite young. But then yeah. again, like I think anyone older than me is like is old. Is old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So wait. So no, is local like, like a, hmm? is, is this hmm. specific song like a, a a song about mental illness or or like something else maybe like a relationship or maybe like yeah it could be like even a platonic relationship or like a parent child relationship or whatever like is it about anything 
Yeah, anything uh, along those lines. Yes, so with the, the locomotive, it's something of an individual sense. Um, if, you, if you hear how everything begins, it's quite like psychedelic. Um, you'll have like these poppy, spinny siren noises. Um, and it simulates like drifting in and out of consciousness almost mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you're on a all-time high almost and um, where he talks about in the first line I'm not in the mood but I've got to move I got to move at least I was hoping the barrier stayed open oh um, that sounds so that sounds so good I'm actually gonna like wow I'm gonna like send you the title <laughs> of that song I'll send you. <laughs> it takes yeah. me the title of that song wow the first line I'm not in the mood like yeah, and um, he makes some very, very sharp um, insinuations of being loneliness. Like, um, you'll have lines here, in uh, still in the first verse, where it says here, the platform size my empty emotion as trackies uh, walk on by. I'm alone, I'm alone, in deep isolation. Um so it further just substantiates about how alone he is in uh in terms of this bubble of despair that he is um enveloped himself in and he's just and he wants to stay in this space and just experience it for himself so he doesn't yes and um because of his poor sense of will, you know, to fight, he do, he does not give him. He closes up all opportunities of finding hope for himself to find a better outlook on life um, in terms of looking at the positives. Um, that's what was so devastating about this uh, particular uh, track. I love the way you describe that. Right, like I like now I'm sitting here like all the songs that I came up with are so dumb, and like how am I even gonna explain them? <laughs> I'm like thinking yeah. like oh my god, because like, I went Oh, okay, yeah. If you like, if you like, if you like, hit us. Man, the pressure is crazy. You no, know, so no you can so 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 just like. No pressure, Doug. No pressure, no pressure. Um, so, um, Kai told us like find five. So, I I was struggling at first to find five. Not just I couldn't find five, but like because mm-hmm. I was like thinking of so many things to pick. So I'm gonna give honorable mentions to um, Prom King by Sava and oh, okay, Matthew okay, and, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, so. My list isn't necessarily in order. I'm just gonna name them like the way they are, just because I never had. Okay, this this is number four. But yeah, yeah. Um, the first song I'm gonna start with. Um, let me start with this one. Let me start with the Book of Soul by Absol. <laughs> I'm not sure if you guys. Oh, so you guys probably like she did the good uh, one. Absol. Oh, it's been a while since I listened to that guy. Yes. Okay, um, the first one I'll go with um, I'll go with the Book of Soul mm. so, mm-hmm. so 
that song you know um, is basically about Absol talking about different things in his life he basically compares his life to um, a chapter in the Bible you know and he talks about um, different struggles in his life you know like growing up disease he has that makes his vision get worse and worse and affects his skin but majority of the song belongs to being dedicated to his relationship with um, his former girlfriend who committed suicide the whole song he's just talking about their relationship together you know like from how they met and how she helped him get through school and to bring to blow up and she was an artist as well and just like the relationship that they shared and it honestly has one of the the best lines I've ever heard um, on a song like I really love it's a very emotional song throughout you can hear the emotion in it which makes sense but um, one of the best lines that I heard was um I never lied. I love you in a space where there's no, in a place where there's no. And I really love that line. And another one I really love is, uh, you said you love me. I said I love you more. And as much yeah. as I like to cower down and tell the mic a Jew or fall off a fucking tower trying to find you, I looked you in the face and I told you nothing could stop me, not even you. Yeah. Oh my god. You guys can't tell right now, but I I'm like you see that like face where like your mouth is wide open because you're just like in shock because wow, like whoa. Okay. And then later on in the song there's like a line where he says um um they keep taking every way that I love away from my is next and if they take away both those things then I'm going out like Kurt Cobain um I still believe Tense. in God we mm-hmm. just never spoke unless you talk but if you want to look at it that way then hey man God don't like me and I'm like oh I'm, like, I'm, I'm sorry for like going oh but like that sounded really hard like other than the fact that it's mad depressing it sounded really hard it's like I really love that song because it's like the perfect balance between being emotional but also being like cold as hell like some bars are like so mm. cold like yo like like damn it's cold as hell but you yeah. can still see the emotion underneath it so it's, he really really balanced it well especially with Absol he, he's been known to be talking about um, uh, about something about the mind you know mm-hmm. with, with, if you look at if you look, if you look at his entire discography how, how it, it came about he always talks about like it's you know quote unquote woke culture so like the penal gland and all that he talks about those things so with control system and then uh, long term long term mentality in 2011 um, he he 
expresses those those uh, topics of how to actually free the mind, how to uh, break those barriers where uh, just stay woke. Yeah, well, and one of those things, most important things, is being in tune of your emotions, and that's why I love why you actually brought up that particular song, where he was in tune with his emotions and expressed how he feels about a certain situation because not many people are, are prepared to actually uh, talk about a particular subject like that 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 that's, that subject right there is devastating that uh, it really is like yeah likening the love of your life yeah yeah the love of your life to how they uh, likening it to death of Kurt Cobain of how he actually killed himself you know he wasn't going yeah. through a, a fun time so when you liken that it, it, it gives us an impression that the, his love of his life was not okay in terms of their happiness they had no form of uh, <sighs> prospect or any they didn't see any chance for them to actually be saved that, that that was that's that's the main crux of of the matter, especially with Absol. I think that's why I felt Uzi he made that song in the first place to express of how dangerous it is about um, how sorry how dangerous people can think, you know, that they're not worthy to the point where they actually take their lives. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. All right, Kaya. <laughs> this year, you, you guys you, 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 the, the the beat it's very like somber and like it puts you in that like depressing mood you know and also he just basically talks about like how fucked up relationships can get especially when especially when it comes to like us like the not really like the younger generation but our generation because we're kind of mm. like fucked up and we've normalized a lot of toxic shit for no fucking reason and that song to me like i remember listening to it the first time i saw it on youtube because I'm, I'm a dean spencer fan like shout out dean spencer i'm a dean spencer fan so i was like watching his music videos and i hadn't seen that song on spotify or Apple Music and I was like, hmm, why why is he posting he put it on YouTube? Okay, let me watch it. <laughs> and you know, and I watched it and like dead as I was like, oh my God. Like there's a line, it's just that I'm really not good with lyrics. Mm-hmm. But there's a line where mm-hmm. the, he, he's like fuck, yes, sis. I wanna have my lyrics, I'm shy. I'll fall in love with anyone who will hold me. Wow. Right? Wow. Right? Wow. Right? How lonely is this guy? How how, how how deprived? How deprived is he? Wow. Dude. And it's like it's it's so I think 
I, I don't want to like create like a whole scenario for him where like I think he wrote the song because it sounds so 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 but my interpretation of like that song and like when he released it he released it around the time he dropped I think it was Pretty Face it was after he dropped Pretty Face and Pretty Face was basically like a an album where he 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 did that I wouldn't say an album it's a tape a tape where he 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 said he actually asked like you know when you do that whole ask me anything on instagram he did that mm-hmm. on instagram and then i asked about it i'm like dude pretty face is too good what like what what are you talking about and he's just like bro i just did a lot of drugs after i found out that my girlfriend's nudes have been circulating around our area and i was Sense. like bro like yo what's what go up bro like that's so was bad. it like, like circulating as in she she was like sending them around or as in it got neat I'm not sure but I think I think based on the song I think it's really yeah based on Bin or really between the between the two songs um he said it sounds like she sent them around wow Right. We give. We give. Dude. Dude. And honestly, I didn't even really like deep green started that much. It was like, yeah, this is a sad song and stuff. But my friend, like, because I, I, I'm usually the one who's like, no, I'm gonna play music. No one play music. So my, <laughs> I played the song, and my friend was like, I can get, I can get, let me shazam that shit. And he shazammed it or like asked for the title and he came back the next day and was like bro you put me on this is like my sad boy anthem forever because it like explains like how lonely and sad i am and like how i'm trying to find love but i can't because all these hoes are out here breaking my heart and like i fall for it because i love you know he just loves yeah yeah you know and then when he explained it to me in that context in his context i was like okay i i i see where the song is going i love where the song is going it's it's a bit too heartbreaking because like i feel like he he wasn't like like his pin game wasn't that crazy but like it was you can hear the, the emotion the, the words are just so like they have so much weight to them it's like he was going crazy you, you know and he's not yeah. even rapping he's just singing and team spencer doesn't even know how to sing you know so it's like how how do you make the song sound so good like he's just mm, guys i could go on and on for hours emotion <laughs> Funny enough, like a lot of people's best work comes from pain. That's why sometimes when like I get my heart broken, I'm like, damn, I'm gonna write some crazy bars soon. Exactly, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Case in point, Kanye West with uh Airways and Heartbreaks. Yeah. <clears throat> that's 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 a that's a classic example mm-hmm. of of how people get so in tune with their emotions that they it compels them to make such painful as music and such emotional as music 
um, especially when you see that with uh, Inuit and Heartbreak, like I don't know how he was able to come up with those songs. I don't know. I don't. I don't understand how he was able to create those ideas in such a sophisticated fashion like that. Because when you look at the lyricism, the overall topic, it is a not a fun time. <laughs> yeah, he was not having it's a not, good time. Yeah, yeah, he was not having a good time. He, he was having serious relationship issues um, with his ex-fiance, like those, uh, and uh, his mother. Those were he, what he considered his two most important uh, women in his life mm-hmm. at the time. And thirty hours, if you went into the life of Pablo, confirmed that because that thirty hours was just a symbolism of how he drove from Chicago. I think it was from Chicago to a different state, uh, just so you can see this woman. Uh, in the hospital and everything and um, he, he ended up losing her hey and then my wife yeah no not a nice time yeah <laughs> love love is proper problem. yeah it is it's, it's 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 pretty it's pretty heavy man like um i'll speak i'll speak on it soon on on a different episode you guys must see that we're, we're like I'm 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 a lover of love, but like, I I'm I feel like I'm basically the, the line between love, love, love and hate. I get what you mean. Maybe because you know? no, I get you. And also, I'd man, work. like I I suffer from depression, so it's like pain. Pain is something that I'm I'm used to. Numbness Fun. is something that I'm used to, you know. And it's like, <laughs> then you would just say fun. I'm on the same boat as you. Fun. <laughs> He's like, oh, that sounds fun. But fun. yeah, like I, I I experience pain almost every day, and when I don't, it's like in a way like. Like this is gonna sound worrying for most people, but like I miss it. But that's just my depression. My depression wants me to. Exactly. Be. That's why I said fun. <laughs> it almost, yeah. it almost becomes. Uh, not, I don't want to say a drug. It's a very dangerous word to use, but it's something you just, something you just be. It's a routine. Yeah. That you don't want to break out of. Yeah. It, yeah. it becomes so habitual for you. Yeah, and shout out to artists, man, that kind of make songs that help. Us people who yes, suffer mental illness, like yes, kind sir. of go through shit and feel heard and stuff, you know. Like, um, while it's... you were talking about eight oh eights and heartbreaks, um, I was thinking about that yay tape. I think it's called. It's called uh, yay, yeah. Something about bipolar. I forgot the title. Um, um, it is called yay, but the cover says, um. Bipolar is really awesome. Sometimes it sucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, I Something hate, like that. No, it's I, I hate, hate being I hate being, being bipolar. It's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, and I didn't even listen to that tape. Kangaka. It was. It was. It wasn't crazy, but it did. It wasn't crazy, but it was like. Please remember, he was. He was like. I watched. I watched Genius. If you didn't watch Genius, then boo. I watched Genius and like the making of it, you could kind of tell that he was in a in a state where he's he was learning 
and understanding and accepting his mental illness and trying to gr- not trying to grow from it not really grow mm-hmm. from it but like be a better person Live despite with it. Of it. he 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 outright I think it's always great seeing like artists do that actually like just kind of improve their I don't want to say their situation but like you know how they feel and how they're living yeah you know, be really depressed and you can tell on the music and then you can see okay this person's actively getting better you know obviously they still have whatever and so illness they have or problem they have but the way they're the way they're tagging it you can see some growth almost yeah and that shit can be really can be really wholesome sometimes no yeah, it is it, can it is really be inspiring too you know especially because to like, creatives with mental illness because sometimes you just like i'm not going to say i am a creative but i am a creative you know you take the key off yeah take me key don't downplay yourself man <laughs> and i like you get like artist block you know because your 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 emotions are just so like down bad like you're so down bad you can't even like do shit and artists like in a way they, rem- they remind you to bro I'm down bad too but look at the the beauty I got out of being this down horrendous you know that down battery now makes sense yeah you know Right, so yeah, no, it makes sense. Um, okay, let's hear the fourth songs now. Ooh, okay, let me go first. Let me go first. Um, my fourth song. What was my first? My fourth song again? It was. It was a Janae Aiko song, but I could be lying. I wrote down. I wrote down my list. I wrote down my list. You guys know about like my situation with my phone, so that's literally like making me. Think. Sorry, I don't know what your situation is about your phone. Maybe please tell the public what is the situation of your phone. crowd. Oh yes, it was. Kaya, may you please uh, express to the public uh, what's the situation with uh, your cellular device? My cellular device is yeah, your cellular device yeah is is broken. Is it's broken? Oh, um, it is broken. Uh, oh, it is broken. Um, yeah, it's it's fucked up. But my oh. fifth, my my fourth song, actually, I lied. It was the weekend song, Echoes of Silence, from the tape because the tape Echoes of Silence, but the album trilogy. Mm-hmm. It's it's actually it's a really short song, and in the song. Um, he he's basically like begging a woman to stay with him for the night because Damn. yeah he's begging a woman to stay with him for the night because he's he's lonely and um, she's like she's not about that vibe you know yeah and, goes, and like you guys know how oh, the weekend the weekend's voice when he does like ballads when he does ballads yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so yeah. like it goes you just you want to live in his voice you're just like bro yeah. like i i feel <laughs> everything you feel okay like right now <laughs> <laughs> nah, i think that i think that 
you know and like i don't know but it's something about him doing ballads that just like it's like dude like like you did not have to go so hard like that you know like and also there's a line there's that line what's, what's the line like something about you did say you girl, were faced with lines yeah <laughs> it's um girl you're such a masochist and it's like bro how'd you know i'm a masochist i'm a masochist you know if if you guys don't know what a masochist is then like fuck off because i'm not about to be fucking oxford dictionary right now uh for the But, for the for the listeners a masochist is someone who enjoys pain mm-hmm. usually um you know um sometimes it translates to sex or sexual interaction you know like um liking pain when that's happening but yeah, yeah like but BDSM apparently stuff. it stems from people who think that they are deserving of that pain so psychologically hey, you're you're is just throwing them. shots at me like boy like that's exactly what i'll be thinking every day hey, of my life i'm just i'm just <laughs> Def- defining you know i'm just <laughs> yeah no no i get it but yeah like and that line to me it spoke to my emo- yo it's easy it spoke to my emotional masochism because i like i often do things that make me feel pain like eg self harming you know or like putting myself in toxic situations knowing damn well that this situation is toxic but i just want the thrill of the pain you know and that song it like i felt like oh the weekend was speaking to me about like like guys i just oh i feel i feel so dumb right now but like that song to me was like a how do i explain it like a um it pushed me to understanding how deeply depressed i was or am mm. you know cuz i think the album dropped like 2012 if i'm not mistaken i think 11 12 yeah around yeah around that time but i didn't listen to it until like he dropped beauty behind the madness cuz i started fucking with him from beauty behind the madness i was like okay this nigga is cool and then i went back to trilogy and i'm like oh no this nigga is is the one he's the one and like listening to echoes of silence i realized it's damn like he he did a lot of drug abuse and wanted love and seeked for like company through drugs and and women and promiscuous oh jesus i'm not even going to say that word cuz i might say <laughs> cuz i might say it wrong. But, no we don't judge it's fine it's not your english is not your mother it's fine don't judge it's fine we don't judge okay. i'm a black person okay i'm a black person <laughs> you're a black person. i'm a black man yes which <laughs> yeah anyone else um hmm Let me go. Hmm. Hmm. You know, you know I made a playlist of this, you know that. Oh, you, know, you must send it. Send it. Send I, it. Send yeah, it. send it. Link yeah, that shit. So you listen to each song and you're like and you're just like adding them as yeah, each person I, names. 
yeah no no like literally I, I literally put myself in the situation like deliberately like I, I just beat myself up properly with these playlists um I don't know if my first song okay I didn't really make like a list per se in terms of like top like from one to five yeah 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 um but uh a song I would love to mention is uh Nowhere to Go by Earl Sweatshirt Hey, I love Earl. I have an Earl song in my list. Oh, listen to my boys. They talking about Earl. Oh my God, guys! If you did not, if you did not touch some rap songs, I don't know what you're doing with with those earphones, those those musty, crusty as wax full earphones you have there. <laughs> That's uh, please, my favorite please. scare the hoes up. If you want, if you want, no honeys in, in, in the in the room. Just play the song. Just play. Just play the song. No way to go. I also it. Um, I know which line you're gonna refer to, and I can't wait till you refer to it. What what what, what do you think I was gonna say? Um, I spent most of my life depressed. Only thing on my mind was dead. Mine was dead. Didn't yeah. know that my time was trying to redefine this shit. I redefined yeah, myself. <laughs> you did. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, so um, if so, with this one here, um, mm-hmm. bearing in mind, in the beginning of uh, so, Summer of Sucks came out in 2018, and then 2019. Oh yeah, yeah. So the, the beginning of that year, he actually lost his father. His father passed away. Um, R.I.P. Earl's dad. Yeah, he died of uh, natural means. His his father was actually a poet himself. He was actually a poet. So South African got, too. South African too, exa- exactly. Um, shout out, shout yeah, out. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's South African. He is actually South African. Um, he he then was going on a bit of a hiatus, and then some rap songs were just just released, like and. When I when I first listened to it, I remember he also released that single with uh, Navy Blue. What was it called again? Uh, I know what you need to. Yeah, yeah. There, there was this particular single that he had, "Lament, Lament, 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 Lament." Another good track. So um, when I when I when I touched, I know where to go. Um, I was so in love with it. The production for me, even Oscar, I just like weird music. I love experimental music. I love it when artists literally experiment and push themselves for no reason. Like they just do it unprovoked. I love it. And yeah. old sweatshirt and old sweatshirt. If you look at his entire timeline from like back, back, back then. Um, then so like you would have been with our future okay cool shove that's done then you release doris okay cool then i don't like uh i don't like shit that was that was that album there that happened and then when some rap songs came after that um 20 i think it was a 2015 14 efforts it was a 2015 efforts don't i don't like shit he completely Changed his demeanor of who Earl Sweatshirt was. Like, if you seen how oh, it's, he is a jokester. Like, if you if you watch if you watch the Loiter Squad and everything, <laughs> he's on Twitter. One of the 
dude, 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 dude. One of the funniest <laughs> niggas, dude. He's one of the funniest niggas. So when when I don't like shit came out, we I never really expected for him to actually be so. I don't want to say medieval, but just so. Oof. Dark. So dark. This is dark. He's just being dark, and then with some rap songs, he matured from that. You know, in the in those space of like three to four years, he's maturing from that. Like he's 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 genuinely not going through a a, a, a fun time uh, when when he expressed uh, his sentiments here with this particular song, uh, nowhere to go. Like where he's like. I don't even know. I don't know where, where I can start. Like he says, yeah, every nigga that's tripping around serve me as a reminder that I've got to watch my step. I keep uh, keep it quiet as kept. Yeah, I think I'm spend most of my life depressed. Only only thing on my mind is death. Didn't know what my time was next. And then now the way he then realizes that now he's actually gonna grow from his pain is where he's he actually admitted me saying. I'm trying to refine this shit. I'm trying to redefine myself. First, mm. I had to find it. He literally straight out said, um, "This pain, I'm going to translate it into something bigger than uh, than just purely depression. This, this, this. That I want to translate this into an artistic art form. So he must have had this thought before, even writing it and actually saying it in in, in the actual track." Uh, nowhere to yeah. go, and then this is the product of him redefining himself. Was some rap songs and this particular track, uh, nowhere to go. Like, oh, and when you listen to the production, dude, it just, oh, it just goes straight to the point. It is so cutting edge. The sampling is so good. The, so, the so sampling, good. oh, uh, he's such a fantastic producer. Oh, uh, I would, I would kill to have him as a producer. Um, very clean very very well delivered you can feel the emotion you can feel that he's in uh, genuine pain um from what he's going through especially with his father's death um he must have really 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 had a close relationship with his father because mm. um there was actually an interview that he did with his mother um who was at a university uh because his mom is she i think she's a scholar his mother um yeah, and then they did have an in-depth yeah she's a professor yes 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 uh they did have an in-depth in-depth you know, conversation about their relationship. You know, um, yeah. It, 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 oof. When I first, yeah, when I listened to that song, it, uh, I immediately had a glimpse, just, just, just a glimpse though, because I can't fully understand what he was going through at the time, of how, what he was actually feeling. You know, um, it was pure and utter despair. He was genuinely lost. That, that's why. Uh, I understood why he said nowhere to go, and I liked how he titled it "Where Nowhere" with the number two to go. It's something so unorthodox, which signifies just him being so unkept. You can't even make a proper sentence. <laughs> Yo, I, I love how like really I love how Saniwa like like over analyzes like the the songs, and it's like the way he analyzes it. It's like you see it, and you're like, bro, like I, like whoa, like bro, and you make. I don't know, main facts. I don't know, main. It, it's it's just how it is, main. That's what music does to me, main. I don't know, main. Yes, yeah, the uh, love, man. love, 
It's yes, yeah, it's it's the love music, though. Honestly, it's 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 the love music. It's, it's 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 rap. It's rhythm and poetry. It's it's poetry. It's art. So it's a form of artistic expression. Yeah. Um, there's different there's different approaches and different opinions and different interpretations of the same thing. Uh, that's what makes the human condition so beautiful. Um, there's just so many different statements of art, and this is one of them. It's one of them. It's one of them. You know, since you went with Earl. Um, mm-hmm. I think I'll just name the Earl song that's also on my list. Mm-hmm. You know, and because I also had an Earl song on my list, there was no way I couldn't. And just because this song, like, it's one of the songs I've actually cried to, like the song of Bobby Nate, I've actually cried to it when I was mm. going through, like, you know, a dark time, and it carried. So, the name of the song, it's it's weird because it's like. It's not one song it's like 10 minutes long but it's not necessarily just one song it's like a collection of yes four songs but it's like yes one wait total can i song. can i can i just like point out something have you guys noticed that like odd feature artists artists love putting like one million songs into like one song Yes, I thought I was yes. like the only person that like yes. that I was just like because most people like I'll be like yeah I like the song and then like, like what are you talking about like part like part three that I like <laughs> yeah it's like which which part though which but part? I love it okay. only in, in totality you know? to be honest wow. so um, the name of the song it's called Solace you know it's called okay. Solace. Okay. Split into four different parts, you know. The first part is it sounds very whimsical, you know, the production. The production is like very all over the place, you know, like you can hear a door close. It's like there's a lot going on in the production in the first part of the song and then Earl's like, I'm late for everything. You know, that's how it's always been. I spent days anemic. I haven't been eating, I've been wasting away, you know, find me in the gutter, send the ashes to my mother. And it's like, the first part of the song is just, and he's like, my mental was caged. Um, I ain't been to prison, but the feeling's the same. And I really, because when I was depressed, you know, or feeling depressed, that's exactly what it felt like to me when he's like, my mental was caged. I haven't been to prison, but the feeling's the same. Mm. And I really love that first part because of how everything's just messy. You know, the what going on. He's rapping about like, you know, send the ashes to my mother, my mental was caged, you know, like just everything he's going through. And it kind of makes sense why the production choice was to make everything Mm. because it's like mentally he's in a pretty messed up position and then it switches to the second part and the second part is like these piano chords and those piano chords like the entire song to me just feels like depression like it it feels like how sounds like how depression feels like to me yes you know Mm. so the second part of the song is just like the piano playing and then He's not really rapping as much, you know, and then like the double edged sword thing, the thing that like I find interesting about that, it's just like, you know mm-hmm. how you're like the name of the song is Solace and Solace is like a place of refuge. But in the right. song he says, I've been alone for the longest. 
you know the contradictions yeah. so there's, like just very interesting. the contradictions exactly mm. they, 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 there's, there's a lot of contradictions here mm. he, he carries on yeah there's no support he's by himself exactly it's depressing the thing is that it's you know how you say there's no support he even goes like um um in the last part of the song because the song after he's done um he's like my brain spirit too and you know it's like a four-part song it's like a mm. bit of rapping and a bit of instrumental and a bit of rapping and then there's like a really positive part that comes towards the end but before crazy thing is there's a part that comes and he's like um i got my grandmother's hands i start to cry when i see them because they remind me of seeing her these are the times that i need her most because i feel defeated you know and then it trend the last part of the song where um it's just this really positive sounding instrumental and it's just kind of crazy because like for like three thirds of this quarter song you know like this it's just very depressing very sad but then he kind of ends it off on like a little bit of a more positive note instrumentally and i guess it all goes back to what you were saying about nowhere to go where you're like okay i'm in pain and kind of acknowledges their pain but they're trying to find that silver lining within the pain to kind of give them something to hold on to move forward Mm. but yeah like you just you know, i feel like you just shut us up and now we're like in our thoughts <laughs> but yeah like that's 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 my early eating session you know like <laughs> yes sir we, we spoke about earl we can we can close the earl chapter you know like i'm glad someone else mentioned him i wasn't dick eating alone Yeah, but, no, yeah, no, like no, truly, truly one of my favorite artists, and I think you guys like that song definitely. If this list had rankings, I I know there's rankings, but for me, I haven't really ranked mine in order. But if it had rankings, it'd probably be number one. You know, just listen to that. Like, oh, I'll, I'll send you guys. The It's not on all platforms, unfortunately, but it is on SoundCloud or YouTube. Like solids, but anyway, um, move on to your third, third song. Unless there's something you want to add regarding this one. No, I'm I'm good, Senigua. No, I'm I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Yeah, pretty uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, you know, you oh, you're asking for me for my third. Yeah. Rocks. Rocks. Um, okay. Um, uh, okay. This one is by one of my most inspiring uh, jazz artists. Uh, this is something different. No, um, it's Charles Mingus. He was one of the most revered uh, composers in the jazz art form of. 
the century and he released um, an album called The Black Saint and the Sinner Lady um, I highly recommend uh, this album uh, this album out of how many years I've been listening to music six plus years properly like how I've been listening to it and everything I think this has been the greatest record I've ever listened to across all genres what did you say the name is I'm searching this right now uh, Charles Mingus Charles Mingus uh, the Black Saint and the Sinner Lady um, it's it's uh, love jazz too. So, so yeah, it's it's a it's it's a it's free jazz. However, so it's it's a very unconventional uh, form of jazz. Um, it's freestanding in terms of how each piece is composed. So you'll find uh, a lot of just disorientation throughout the entire record. Uh, he did that deliberately. So much so, there was so much emotion in the actual record. Um, Charles Mengus's uh, psychologist actually wrote an entire analytical review of the album. Uh, you can find it on Genius, uh, the actual letter. Um, it goes very, very in depth of his understanding of, uh, of the record and his interpretation. Because he did, he, the, 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 the psychologist did say, as though, as much as I'm not actually a composer myself, um, but this is what I actually, these are my findings. Um, it, it was a fun exercise. Um, this record was actually, mm, yeah, it, it, it saved my life basically in terms of the third track, no, sorry, not the third track, um, the second track, track B. Uh, do it solo dances. Um, okay, I can obviously, I can't, there's no, there's obviously no lyricism. But uh, when you delve into it, it first introduced, you're first introduced with uh, high notes from uh, the horns, uh, the drummer there, uh, Danny Richmond. He's also one of my favorite drummers. Um, it's very, very sophisticated. It's very, oh. It's, it's soothing how it's the the, the, the record is uh, introduced it's so soothing it it, 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 it it first starts off as a classic uh, jazz record that you would listen to from like Miles Davis Sonny Rollins and then on the second part where it transitions into now something dark and sinister where he deliberately, when Charles Mingus composes a track, he first puts you in a such a settling mood. You feel so comfortable, you are almost in a place of solace, you know. And he then, the, the entire demeanor gets changed completely. The saxophones, so if you, if you listen with both ears, um, there are saxophones being placed in uh, different places and they would attack you randomly. So they come at random intervals and uh, it's almost like in a shouting manner. So it made me feel so scared and so isolated and just so afraid, you know, and it just gets worse and worse. And then there is the, ooh, ooh, the double bass and you know, the big horn where it just makes everything even more catastrophically like devastating. 
and there's an entire crescendo that gets built up, built up, built up, and then the drums just crash. And when the drums crash, you hear this one alto saxophone player playing it. He mm-hmm. plays it in a way where it actually makes it, it, it speaks. It speaks and it says the letter I. You can actually hear it saying I, 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 I. It, it, it goes repeatedly I, I, I. This, this, this gave me an indication that Charles Mingus is having identity issues. He's he's going through a crisis where he doesn't know. He, he's yearning to be heard. I, 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 I. Like he's not recognized. He's not. He doesn't feel at peace with himself. And you, you, you hear the the the, 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 the player just going I I I, and it, 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 it's coming from the actual instrument. It's the first, it, you never hear that type of thing happening where you hear an instrument speak like that. It just continuously goes I I I I, and then it cascades away, and it goes back to the soothing uh, atmosphere that it was first introduced. Um, and it's more energetic, so it it it's it's almost as if now he's apologetic because he his intention was that he was supposed to make a song where it's supposed to be nice smooth sailing, and then he goes into a state of depression, and that's where we get that sense that uh, he is going through mental health issues, and then once that finishes that particular scene. Um, it goes back to his original intention because if you look at the entire uh, record, it's almost of a scene. It's like a play, almost how it's how it's set out. Um, I highly recommend. I highly recommend it. Um, it will. I just. I when when you listen to it, you need forty five minutes of undisturbed attention um, when you do listen to this record. Uh, it it will put you in an emotional state that you'll never ever forget that uh, you even initiated for yourself uh, yeah no that 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 record for me was one of the most inspiring things I've ever experienced and not a single word was said that's what was so inspiring about it honestly this sounds like something I would love on shoes <laughs> you know like I'm thinking about it I'm like hmm, this would be so yummy on mushrooms mm, you're actually giving me an idea actually it's the beauty about jazz you know or even instrumentation sometimes you know you don't even need to say anything and you can feel what someone is trying to tell you you correct 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 but yeah i i i I thoroughly agree i thoroughly agree can't wait to listen to um, it by the way yeah no please yeah um it's something that's very very hard to palette uh to be honest uh, I wouldn't blame you if you don't not a particular fan of it. Um, I only really conceptualized it after the fourth listen um, because I was still trying to understand the importance of jazz, especially how important it was for black people back then in the sixties. You know, and after that, now going back, doing that research, appreciating that, and then going back for the fifth time now since this album I had a bit I had a better understanding for it. it it does take time to uh to accept what was uh what has been made with this uh, particular record uh yeah um 
it's, it's quite it's quite a roller coaster ride of emotions, honestly. But yeah, I forgot that. That's that's yeah. that's dope as well. Mm. You know, definitely gonna get back to you regarding it. Please do, please do. Okay, um, there's, there's a song that like Ishel Pesguam and. <laughs> I feel like if my friends listen to this they're going to be like of course they said this song of course they said this song. Let's but, hear it. Um, it is Everything is Shitty by Jerry Paper. Okay, okay. okay. It's, it's, I, I don't it's, know. It yeah, I, I I actually like I was I was studying with with my friend. Uh we were We, we we both study like different things but like we, we just like being in the same room and studying together and i was playing music and i was you know how spotify like has some of the best mixes so it, it does it, yeah that app is yeah. amazing bro mm. so it My came name. up and <laughs> it's actually quite a funny song because it's like very funky you know it's very like it's it's indie and like It's quite like funky. It has this like yeah, because he collaborated with like with Tyler the Creator, so he has like more uplifting, fun, groovy. Mm. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, and the song basically is about he's just um, expressing that um, everything is is just is not okay. Like yes, sir. Like nothing like, is grand. Like nothing, nothing is grand. grand. Like. Yes, it's like nothing is fun right now <laughs> and there's a line where he's like joy is fleeting everything is not okay and then he huh. like repeats everything is not okay like over and over again and his voice is very like 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 deep and it's like you know so it just sounds like the song is like dragging you down but like the beat is also like so you just you like kind of conflicted you're like am I supposed to Am I supposed to be sad? This this beat is is hitting though. I love that song. I listen. I, we my friends and I think it's a bad omen because every time we play that song, things just don't go okay. <laughs> things don't go okay. But like, why, why what happens every time we hear it? Like it will play, and then our day all of a sudden just like something bad happens. You know, like. I can't even really like express it, but something bad will happen. Like maybe, like I mean, mm-hmm. maybe like we we won't. I don't even know. I don't even. But something bad, just not like something bad. Like someone's like sibling dies or something. But like, oh, okay. like something that kind of hurts us emotionally happens okay. and you just like play that shit bro everything is not <laughs> all right things are not all right and yeah. in the background in the background there's like a squeaky voice that goes things are not all right and it's like over and over again and it's like bro things are just not good right now but this song <laughs> is hitting like it's so hot yeah it's <laughs> like the bad day song It's like a it's yeah. It's like a song. It's so, like you know. Let me let me jam this. Yeah, jam like this. Yeah, yes, you could be feeling like shit, and it, it like it feels like you resonate with it. You're like, bro, like I hear this, and you, you kind of like laugh at how bad things are. In a way, it's comical, but it's also like sad because 
of how terrible things are just going in Jerry Paper's life and that's all. And he basically repeats the same thing over and over again. Things are not alright, everything's not okay. Like I'm just everything is shitty. Mm. Everything is shitty. And I honestly guys, like I I love the song so much, like I could cry. Like it's so it's so dumb, but I hear it. Like like it's mm, like it's things are not alright, man. Things are not alright. Things are not grand. But yeah. You guys you guys should actually listen to that song. If you're like really I, you know, sad. I added it. Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely need to listen to this. And you know, like you could be having the worst day, but play that song in a way you'll just laugh at how like things are not alright things are not alright you know (laughs) yeah and of course I want to say like two songs Mm -hmm. well uh, of course I'm gonna add Frank Ocean I know I shouldn't because um, in a way I'm I'm kind of beefing with Frank right now why? uh, Okay, I'm not beefing with Frank, but like I'm beefing with someone who used to like Frank. So in a way, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So are they tied for third? These two songs, or is the Frank one like the second? The front one is the first one, of course. Everything is shitty. Um. White Ferrari. Oh fuck. The the ultimate sad boy anthem. You see that one? Oh the ultimate oh, that's the ultimate that's the ultimate anthem right there, nigga. Bro, actually the whole blonde album is like mm, mm, it just 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 makes me wanna okay, I almost said He's going through for real. You know like But it sounds White beautiful, Ferrari. you know, like it really it really does sound beautiful. The whole album. It's like damn, you you're you're in a bad relationship, but like your voice yeah. is amazing. Keep it up. Oh, I could write a book about endless and blonde. Oh my word! Hey, that guy's a genius. Oh wow, that guy's a genius. He's such a fucking genius. Oh, he Shout is like oh. Oh, like, oh. So what is it about white Ferrari, um, Kai? You white Ferrari. I I listen to it a lot um, when. I go through like breakups and stuff specifically Oops. for that line where he goes I care for you still and I will forever that was my part of the deal something like that and I was like mm. like it's it just makes me feel like dude like it's so hard to like care about someone but you're like deeply hurt by them but you know you can't stop caring about them because that's in a way it's something that you promised to them and you promised mm. to yourself internally that like you're gonna do you know and soon as like all your love Thanks. and respect and care too is like shut on you kind of still have no choice but to feel like you owe them or you owe yourself that much to still care because it's it's, yeah. it's a journey that you started and you have to that finish one, it and that's what pisses me off with frank ocean he makes you feel these emotions dog and like it's proper emotions like he describes them so well 
I don't know you how know? he does it. It pisses me mm. off every mm. single time. That's why I don't listen to his music that much. It, mm. it he he pisses me off. He, he's just <laughs> that good. He's just that good. Yeah, and in a way, he makes he like he he articulates them so simply, like so, so simplistically. Simple, but it's like you you feel it. You feel oh it. You're God. like, bro, like. Oh my mm. days, dude. Oh yeah, like, no, dude. So stupid, man. Hey. Frank Ocean is making us like sad boys for no reason. Yeah, like, that's why I'm glad he's he not making any music heart. right now. I'm glad he's doing this whole thing where he's giving us blue balls and only releasing those those two singles right now. Like I'm glad. Uh, I'm so. What glad. do you guys can, think of those singles? One of the people I can actually live with, like not dropping music just because his music exactly. is so good that it can yeah, hold you down for for a long time even without yeah. him dropping it's like you can still be fine yeah yeah obviously no, i need that new it. that new music though but like yeah yeah nigga yeah true 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 but you see where he is right now he must just keep it here he must just keep it here he mustn't fuck up he just mustn't fuck up and, and do something stupid you know he, he, he he's in a good spot I like I like what he I like what he's doing. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> oh my god. Usain Bolt was a hater because it's so good. So he was like I hate it because yes. it's so good. Like stop it, I like it. <laughs> yeah, it's yes. Yeah, so it's interesting paradox here. Yeah. Hmm? Your question, yes. So my 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 third and my and my second since um Um, my third one is I'm going to give you guys a hint what my third one okay. is. Okay. Ah. Shoot. 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 Loving you is complicated. Loving you is complicated. Loving you is complicated. I love how like it's such a meme. Like it's actually such a serious song. Like people have turned That's guys, you have no, you have no idea how how sad the song is, and niggas have made it into a Twitter meme, like into a meme. Like, that's sound. how uh, unserious dog. society is. Uh, dog, I, I'd be I'll using it too. No cap, no cap, no cap. It's so tense the situation. Me, like it is. I'm there. Like, how dare they turn this song into a meme? As I send this video to like someone, yeah, dog. Sometimes you don't even have to like send the meme. You can just like type out Kendrick Lamar scream, and people already know what it's about. I'm trying to Kendrick, man, for that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah new album yes, coming yes, soon. Yes, you yes, know yes, the yes. dog, but yeah, oh, you by by Kendrick Lamar. Um, yeah, I don't. You guys want me to dive deeply into it, or what? You should. It's so important. Do, it's such an important. Um, uh, it's so important that the, even the entire album to Pimp Butterfly is so important. Please don't mm. it, sir. Please. Mm. Okay. Um, I'll talk about it in context of the album, but also just in context of what it means and what it means to me. The nigger album. Context of the album. It's like. I think the biggest it's the biggest low in the album like the biggest low where Kendrick of course is like, he's at his lowest and 
he reveals, you know, that like he's been feeling suicidal. He feels like he's not necessarily doing enough for everyone around him, not doing enough for himself. And the thing I really love about it is like loving you is complicated. Loving you is complicated. Mm, yeah. Like talking loving you is himself, basically yeah. being like, you know, like loving you is so and like the first verse, it's like just it's filled with like hate for himself. You know, he's rapping in a really fast pace. He's like criticizing yeah. himself. But it's not necessarily emotional yet, the first verse. It's like a rant, you know, when you're really angry at yourself, really frustrated. It's like he's ranting, like, yeah, you know, you you play shame when you still, and then you feel like you ain't shit, feel like you don't feel confidence in yourself, you know, like telling himself, yeah, man, like, what the hell's wrong with you? And then it flips to second and the third verse, where even instrumentally, you can hear the production kind of change from being so fast-paced to, like, these slower-paced saxophones, you know, because it's yes. trying to show you, okay, yes. we've went through all the anger, now it's, like, mm. truly in the despair. Because exactly. even oh, with things like depression, yeah. things like mental health, it usually starts off you know, with anger. You know, it starts off with you being really frustrated, really angry, and right. then you feel yeah. everything crashing down. Feels like a break. Yeah, you just get so like tired. Now you're actually really sad. You're just tired. Mm. You know, mm. you don't even feel like screaming anymore. Now it's just like every. And then in the second verse, you know, and he's drinking his alcohol throughout and it's like as the song exactly yes you can hear him like getting more and more drunk as he's speaking you can hear the bottles moving around and you know it's like he's crying he's like i should have killed your ass long time ago and he's even blaming himself for things that he had no control over just because yeah you know, sometimes you just do that. Like you blame yourself, even for something that no control, just because you think I'm this different. I should have been there. I should have done that. It's like you just place so much blame on yourself, even if the blame isn't always deserved. Mm. And you know, you're like, I'm fucked up. You know, I should have killed your ass long time ago. And you can hear like the bottle clinging around, really embarrassed. You know, he's like. Now the world knows I'm hiding a suicidal weakness because you feel real embarrassed that you know you're having those kind of thoughts because you think yeah, and also because he's like a public figure, he can't really afford to to show weakness. Yeah, people look up to him. Use it like that. But even like as yourself, like as like Kai, as you know, um, Sinequa, you know, like you 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 still feel a bit. I think just because of the way the world. I mean, nowadays it's better, but like the way shames mental health, you know, mm-hmm. or like not necessarily. We feel like it's something we have to keep discreet, you know, like it's not normal to be like, hey man, I'm feeling suicidal. That's not really a normal thing to do. So when you feel that way, it's almost like you feel like you should be embarrassed about it. So you like try to hide it. So I really like that element of it him drinking like throughout just because i could relate to that like when i was really really low like i thought i could just like drink it away you know like it'll make me feel better and then you kind of realize 
drinking it away is kind of empty it's not really doing anything yeah it's not fulfilling at all yeah like you have to um like find a way a different way to deal with it first before um you know fixing the problem then but anyway (laughs) 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 we are not promoting drug abuse but Drugs like, are also like a don't do kids drugs. Like, don't do kids don't drugs. Do, don't do kids drugs. <laughs> don't do kids drugs. <laughs> but yeah, like I just really love that song, even from a production standpoint. It's fantastic, and 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 the way like he would, you know, the first verse how he was rapping it, like he would just shout randomly, like it was so haphazard. It was yeah, so cool. Oh know, my gosh, he's 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 such a good performer. Oh, he's such a good performer. Oh, he's such a good. Like performer. Like he doesn't like, even have to be on stage to perform. He can yeah, just exactly. perform Facts. through your earphones or your AirPods or whatever. Facts again. Apparently, like when you perform the song, um, he like told everyone in the room to like switch off all the lights and like everyone to like close his eyes and like mm. he performed the song like with the room like dark as hell everyone with their eyes closed just so no one could see like mm. him and see his like face and how he's doing it I'm not actually feeling those emotions yeah and the crazy thing is like it goes the album in the album goes straight from you to all right which is such a contrast but it shows you know like you're at that mm. lowest moment and then yeah. you realize we gonna be all right exactly yeah, you know, and, like, and remember might not be all right by now but like we're gonna be all right homie. exactly and remember how he had the song before you i where it talks about self-love mm. but then now in you He's talking about self-hatred, self-loathe. He, mm. he, he, he's uh, going through a state where he's not even confident in himself. And he's, used, he's going into his vices of uh, quote-unquote drinking and whatnot. So like we've established here. Um, and just, just blurting out whatever he has in his mind. Because he's just so drunk, he's so tired, and he's just so depressed. Like the contrasts, oh wow, yeah, no, it was proper imagery. Mm-hmm. It was he he painted That's a very good picture. Yeah, he he painted a very good picture of despair. It was a very very good painting. Very very. And very then well my picture. second, my second choice uh, is a song called "Comet" by someone called Z Ultra. Mm-hmm. This is a rap song. Hey, sorry guys. No, it's, cool. it's cool. It's, my, it's cool. You're a rapper yourself. Favorite so it's, it's, it's my favorite genre. I like other genres as well, but I just feel like there's something about rap where they play with the words so much that I poetry. just like, you know, you can feel more. But anyway, there's a song called Comet by Ultra. Mm-hmm. And I really like that song. You know, it's like, um, it goes like, it's sort of like nights I don't even want to sleep. Slight chance I might just dream about you feeding my lunch. I'm supposed to talk about my feelings, but the hurt is too deep for me to relive. 
and the herb is too good for me to resist. And I'm like, damn, this nigga's spitting. Damn, nigga. Like, I'm bopping my head right now. Like, this is is going in hard, man. And, like, he's, like, um, mingling with my demons, but I don't mind anymore. And then he's, like, put my problems in a song, hoping I don't pay for it, you know. And he's, like... Um, dog, this living shit's a lot, but still, I give it what I got. But that's the that's the line I really like the most. Like, dog, this living shit's a lot. Give it what I got. But Damn. there's another part that I really like. He's like, um, I don't even know. Same wish in every penny in my well. But long, missing what I never really had. So I don't even know. Mm. Just cause the time when I heard that song, it was like when I I was like I was in like a like situation with someone, you know, man. Um you know, that person they weren't necessarily mine, but like we ended what we had, you know, just cause I think I was at fault why it ended. And I was like really and then it doesn't even just apply to that one person. I feel like it applies to like so many relationships I've been in, or like situations yeah. I've been in, where it's like missing what I never really had. Like if someone wasn't yours, but like you still miss it. Like officially yours, or like just issue. And it's like he talking about so many things in that song that I can relate to. He's talking about. Life is a lot, but I'ma still give it what I have. You know, life is short. You know, like um, woman problems, and I'm like, yeah, like this nigga keep rapping, proper, proper rapping. Mm. Mm-hmm. Very well put. Very, very well. Link that shit. Link that shit, nigga. Link that shit, nigga. <laughs> I'm a link. I'm a link that. Link it, that, link it, that. That's very well put, Doug. Um, yeah. I don't know. Sinequa, your turn. Go, Zanikos. Now, now it's going to get even more hectic now. Oh, fuck, guys. You see this thing? Jesus Christ, bro. Oh, my God. Oh, it's, it's, <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> Why <is your> so, prophet? <laughs> whatever, man. Whatever, man. Whatever, man. <laughs> um, I actually had a, a, a hectic debate with myself. Um of because i had to figure out which is number two and which is number one and i highly recommend and at the same time not recommend to listen to these two songs because they will mentally fuck you up they will literally fuck you up um for example uh i ended up putting this as number two it's called knees by injury reserve um i love injury is it off the new album the new album, yes. So I'm not sure if you, you heard Grogs uh, did die. Like, okay. yeah, I know the um, one of the members passed away. Yeah, he passed away. Yes. So um, if you understand that context, you'll realize how saddening that is because he was like one of the lead uh, artists there in, in the group, yeah. uh, Injury Reserve. Um, knees. Oh my god! Oh my god! The lyricism is so devastating. Okay, Nimi. Uh, just give me two seconds um with knees it talks about 
it's the similar it's a similar demeanor to nowhere to go it is a place where there is just pain it is a pace like like all i know is just pain everything is pain i wake up pain i sleep pain i eat pain i shit pain everything is just pain um so like um it, it first starts out um with a sample from black midi one of my favorite uh, alternative rock uh, bands um they new age um so the first line goes knees hurt me when i grow and that's a tough pill to swallow the reason why it's a tough pill to swallow is because because i'm not getting any taller knee knees knees hurt me when i grow so that means it hurts for him to grow he doesn't he hasn't fully uh released himself from this pain he he's not growing from it yeah even if he were to progress he still goes through pain so much so when he grows up he gets uh deeper and deeper into uh despair so there's no point in even uh for him to try and uh find a way to do better for himself so it's like and then it continues with the same verse it goes please um is there any way i could grow please my my knees hurt when i grow and that's a tough pill to swallow there's something about the word please that that's like when you're when you're begging to be okay there's something about that exactly. word that just like it 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 accentuates like the pain exactly the pain so when when someone goes please they imploring you to either carry on or stop so this person here is going please can you tell me right is there any way i could grow is that he's asking for a genuine answer because he can't find it for himself mm. to go past the uh, to grow past the pain uh and suffering that he's going through because it's hurting he can't he 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 can't grow and it's such a tough pill to swallow for him that's why he's asking for help from someone else that's why he's going please can, can you please tell me how i can grow and it just gets worse and worse and worse and worse like um the the lyricism is uh very very jarring um it doesn't have a set uh, rhyme scheme it's it's free it's uh it's free from any sort of uh analysis opportunity for to analyze about the rhyme scheme and everything because it's supposed to be a more of a performance of just how painful it is um and what makes it even more painful is that um they actually added in a verse from the uh, deceased member of the group that they were able to retrieve yeah. um yeah yeah they were able to add it in and um he he makes it because you know how grogs is like he's a big dude so like he would make yeah he made a joke where he goes shit i can't even grow no more while well, at least not vertically but all these bottles that a nigga been killing got my stomach a little bit lower than it's supposed to be supposed to be So <laughs> he's actually he's actually making a joke out of it now. That's how much pain he's going through. So he says here um I'm not growing no more at least not vertically. So he's just he's just playing he's just playing on how like how he's a big dude so like he's growing sideways, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um so 
but if you listen to how the song goes, um, it's a very, very imposing uh, piece of work. The production is aggressive. It, it, it's supposed to attack you and your mental health. It, it does not give you any opportunity to think positively. I can guarantee you, after listening to the song, how it sounds, how it gets portrayed, it does not leave anything. No, like, no opportunity. Like, it's a very dangerous song uh, to listen to, um, especially when you understand the context of the entire album and how it was set out. Like, it was, it's a very, very dark album. Um, because yeah. it's... It, it's yeah. Problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it, it's, it's, it, it, it wasn't a fun album to go through. I, I still rate it very highly. It's, about, it's like a 9 out of 10, but it was not, it was not uh, a fun album to, like, like go back constantly. Like I, I usually have my, like, my normal rotations and listens that I go back to frequently. This is one of them that I I really go to. Um, I only listen to it if I just really want to, I don't know, tickle my brain a little bit. You know, just give me or some admire, sort of... Admire. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a better word. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's, uh, yeah. Just admire, just admire um, life. How, how important it is to hold on to life. You know, because you can lose someone that you love and you can't, you can't, you can't grow with them anymore, you know, because they're gone. Um, and it's, it's such a painful, painful thing and it's a deterrent. You can't, you can't run away from it. Um, it it's, it's inevitability uh, with the human condition. So that's, that's my number two. Um, it was a very, very difficult uh, one, but the, 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 my number one song, uh, when we get to it, this is actually quite painful, uh, I, I believe. But uh, Kai, what's your number two? My number two is. I'm then named Sorry. Huh? No, I did. I, okay, I think two, my, number my, number, no, my number. My number two is kind of tied with with um, everything is shitty and cranes in the sky by Solange. Mm-hmm. Cranes oh, in the sky, new. right? It's oh fuck! Story. I didn't think of that. I didn't think of that, Kai. You're actually right. <laughs> <laughs> when am I not? I the Tom Mish cover of that. Like the Tom Mish cover of that is also. But mm. yeah. I didn't think yeah, of the things in the sky. Um, apparently she was she was going through um, the end of um her relationship with her baby daddy and stuff. Uh, that song, it it to me. She 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 was just trying to hold on to every last bit of materialistic happiness that there is, without realizing that like okay like it's within. All you have to do is just heal kapagati and then you'll be better. That doesn't sound like fun, right? It never sounds like fun. You know, you try and you try like people always think like bro, hambodawa or like go be drunk, bro. <laughs> Go, go buy yourself a, a new pair of shoes and you'll feel better and it's like yeah you got the, the, the new pair of shoes but you also got the sadness so it's like exactly that's still there over about you buy those shoes mm. and how she can how I say she something mentioned... yeah yeah yeah, yeah sure. sure like this is like you know not anything serious related to the song but guys Solange could fix me I swear like Solange mm. If somehow you're listening to this, like 
please. Anyway. <laughs> I respect that. I respect yeah. that. Hope you still don't listen to this. I hope she listens to this. Hopefully. I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope she Fingers crossed. Fingers, Fingers crossed, crossed, guys. Fingers crossed, dog. Give me a I chance. Please listen to it. But please, yeah. Please give, please give me a chance. <laughs> give me a chance. I'm on my knees. <laughs> Bruh, just a crumb. Just a crumb. <laughs> <laughs> just a crumb. But yes, yes, yes. Uh, yes, Kai, you were saying? Yeah, um, I really don't have much to, to say about cranes in the sky because I feel like it's pretty self explanatory. Yeah, I don't really is. have to like. It's a bit. It was a. It was a bit of an anthem uh, when yeah. it was first released. Yeah, it, yeah. it was. It, it was a very, very. Uh, ooh, it was. Yeah, it was. The, I tried to turn away, away. Yes. Oh God. And her voice. Oh, her voice. Oh, her voice. Just, Wait, oh. actually, let me let me let me ask let me uh, let me ask you for this question because can you remember we had this conversation with uh, letters on the queue with uh, about Beyonce and uh, and Solange. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, man, yeah. you trying to get okay. you trying to get a nigga in trouble here? Yes. Okay, who do you think is better, uh, Beyonce or Solange? Enough. Like this was a whole debate that was happening on Twitter. Mm, it still know, is. Like not even is. not even long ago. Let me check what I said that day because I know it was like recently too. Yeah. Um. Just give me a second. Spoiler alert! For me, it's Solange. Spoiler alert. Hey, don't say that in public. You're gonna get your ass kicked. <laughs> I don't I mind. Mean, it's fine. No, sh- no shade. No shade to be honest. She's a is a super talented woman. I mean. Have you heard the runs on that woman? How she performs on stage and still exactly, maintains yes. her vocals. She, like, she's goated. She's yeah, goated. she's but really good. Okay. Oh, really good. It's but just God. that Solange speaks to. Yeah. Like, it just speaks to the soul. Exactly. God. Mm. In this, sense, in this sense. is what I. Yeah, okay, yes, I'm listening. So I. So I said, um, I think it's more about preference because they both make good music in their own right. Beyonce is better at making hits and has more longevity, but still trying out new concepts and experimenting sonically, even though Beyonce does as well. But I think Solange, you know, like she experiments way more than Beyonce because Beyonce, she experiments, right? But like, she still does play it safe to a degree. Yes. yes. Thank you. Thank you. Solange tried taking it further, you know, and um, also does like making a lot more introspective music, which Beyonce is capable of, you know, especially something like Lemonade shows. But like Beyonce personally is just better at like hits. I'll give her yeah. that. You know, she has hits for days, days. You could play. Beyonce for like a good two hours at a party and people will be vibing. But for me, I'm like someone who just really enjoys like you know like music, like just listening to it and seeing artists try you know things that they've never tried before. Not that Beyonce doesn't, because you don't have longevity without trying new things. But like experimenting. So for me, I prefer Solange, but. Um, respect to Beyonce whatsoever. Yeah, we still love you, Beyonce. 
we're running out of time my number one is love song one by the internet shout out the internet i love oh. i love that band I love that band with everything. They I make great music. Band. Yeah, they what an amazing. I love them. I prefer them as a band, like when they make music as a band rather than like individual. Like solo, po- po- uh, solo acts. Yes, true. Yes. Matt Martians makes. I know you good love music. Matt. Matt. Yeah, yeah, I love me some Matt. I love me some Every Matt. Every day, they are, they out here posting Matt Martians <laughs> on their stages. <laughs> yeah, dude. They always, they always, guy, guy. They always post on their status. Mad motions, 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 mad motions. I haven't seen it in a while, actually. Maybe, maybe they beefing yeah, with Mad. No, I'm, I'm not beefing with Mad. Mad and I are, are still great. I was actually listening to Mad before I hopped on here. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Matt. Okay, cool, 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 cool. If you're listening, you know. Matt, 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 Matt Martians, please give uh, my nigga Kai a chance. They, they are still waiting for you. They, they love you. Please, give them a chance. <laughs> please give me a chance. Why is it you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, love, love song, love song one by the internet. That song, it's, it's, it's a very like really somber like, like. I think it's like piano-ish type vibes song. Uh, it's from their first album, Purple Naked Ladies. Uh, that song, I love it. Mostly, because it's like a, it's a breakup song. Mm. It's a breakup song, and it's really, it's really, really short. It's like two minutes long, and um, in the song, it's because you know how Sid has like this, this like soft voice but like when she tries and sings mm-hmm. in the high notes you kind of like like feel the pain and she 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 does that in the song that song uh it it, it helped me go through like a really really like tough breakup and not like a romantic breakup but um it was a breakup with my with my best friend you know and in the in the song like the song actually starts out with what happened to make you to make you start to hate me and it's like that's exactly how i feel because it's like i just want to know what happened to make you like make you hate me like i i i just want i just want to get it you know and it's there's a part in the song where she just goes like higher i think it's it's towards the end towards the end of the song and she just she she sings like a lot higher and it's like you know what you know what i'm i'm there i'm there and you just you feel you feel the how sad it is to go through a breakup like breakups hurt guys friendship breakups hurt 
and that basically for me it explained how much pain I was in at the time I was I was really not okay it was like the worst thing I'd ever gone through you know I'm assuming it wasn't fun it was not fun it <laughs> I'm assuming <laughs> it was so you know, everything not, everything yeah, I, I like I like I like to find humor in the most tense situations of sorry <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it wasn't fun. Yeah, um, <laughs> love, love song one. <laughs> love oh, song one. The internet. It's it's really it's a, it's. I think it's an interlude. I could be lying, but I I really don't know my music like that. But um, love song one. The internet. I don't think it was an interlude. Yeah, it's, yeah, but I I I have such a like a real emotional tie to that song because it mm. reminds me so much of her and it's like you know there's so many unanswered questions and to be quite honest all it is is that as much as I love you I just want to know what happened and how can we do you ever think you could get those answers nah I tried to but that I'm gonna save I'm gonna save that for for my episode with with Sonega. Episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna speak it. I'm gonna speak on it further on my episode with Sonega next time. Tune in next time. Tune in next time on Soul Nausea. Tune in next time. Um. Okay. Ish. Okay. Um. Number one. This song is by a, I think an underground guy. Yeah, underground, but also very well respected in the community, in the, in the alternative community. Uh, Mount Erie. Mm. The album that the song is uh, sourced from is called A Crow Looked At Me. Uh, that should give you an indication of the tone. <laughs> a crow, a crow looked at me. That's that's what it's called. A crow mm-hmm. looked at me. Uh, the song is called Real Death. Uh, the reason why um, Mount Erie made this uh, album, um, I think this was released in 2016, 17, 2017, um, is because he lost his wife uh, to cancer. Yo. Um. The and he made an entire album dedicated to the moments after the passing of his wife. I, by the end of the album, I was sick to my stomach. I was, I felt so, oh, I felt. I felt I felt I felt like not doing anything. I did not feel any way of the slightest encouraged. You felt a bit of soul nausea there, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. I just went. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the song is the definition of soul nausea. Mm. It is. It is. It is. Because if you 
So I'm just searching for the uh, the, the lyrics right now. He starts off with death is real. Someone's there and then they're not. And it's not for singing about. It's not for making to art. When real death enters the house, all poetry is dumb. When I walk into the room where you were and look into the emptiness instead, all fails. My knees fail, my brain fails, words fail. He's just given up. He lost his wife. Mm. And the way it ends off is, is some of the most like deflating shit ever. He goes, it's dumb and I don't want to learn anything from this. I love you. He can't accept that he's, he he lost his wife. He doesn't mm. accept it. Yeah, it's it's a he 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 believes he believes death is a well, it is a dumb idea. The entire idea that his wife is gone due to cancer is dumb, and he doesn't want to yeah. learn anything from it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just the first song. Like that that, that is the first anything. song. He hasn't learned anything from this. He doesn't want to learn anything from the situation. He's through and through. He's done. He wants his wife back. He loves her. Is my number one. Yeah. Please. What's I'm yours? I mean, it's not. I did say that like my list isn't in order, so like the numbering doesn't matter. Yeah. But the number one is a song called. Still with us by Tyson Sabatelli. Shout out, shout out, Tyson. That's the home. Shout out, shout out, shout out. Um, so the song Still with Us, it's basically about you know, like death and like losing people in your life. And the crazy thing, like, this song maybe a year ago, like, he dropped this a while back, you know, and it wasn't really on rotation for me like a year ago. Mm-hmm. But I lost um, a friend of mine um, in December, like late December, literally day before New Year's. So um, I started listening to the song, and then it's just stuck with me since. Like every time I feel like I miss my friend, I just listen to uh, the song. And the song just kind of helps me. Just because the song Tyson talks about. Know, the people he's lost and it's not even like he's talking about in a really somber way he's just talking about memories that they shared and how he misses them like, it starts off I think it goes like um, this is for my late homie Jake I never told you you know I miss those days when we were messing around with your sister and playing jokes on you you know and then this is for my late homie Kaya you, you know, um, but I showed you in every single reminder, and then he goes like, "But now all of you, you know, you're all up in the clouds. I'm just watching you from the clouds." And I just really love you know, the song because it's like it's emotional in a different sense. You know how usually like songs about loss and songs about death. Usually, it's people talking, venting, and talking about how sad they are. And in the song, it's like 
here's talking about how sad he is but it's not really mainly about that it's just mainly about him trying to cherish the memories that they had and trying to remember the moments it's like now when I listen to it I, I think about you know how um, I also just miss my my friend across the way how I also just miss you know the memories that we share so it's like I can look back at that so that's that's what I really like Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right, yes. Um, I, I <laughs> I'm actually like lost for words because I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't be like, I can't not say anything because I have a mic in front of me and this is my podcast. But thank you guys so much for sharing such beautiful songs with me. Thank you with, so much. Thank you so much for having us. I actually really enjoyed the the conversation. Yeah, I yeah. Really, really did. It was a very important conversation, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you guys are really really awesome. You guys are obviously going to be frequent guests in this pod. Um, you guys are like Fun. basically part of the family now. Zinigo, um, mm-hmm. you have to link me to that podcast to that. Um, Playlist. playlist because okay, cool. our homies need to listen to it you guys have been awesome um thank you Lang, you dropped a song not too long ago it's really really good yes, shout out to you thank you so much shout out to you. and i i know it's your first it's your first track of the year hopefully you'll drop mm. more and don't like go ghost on us i'm gonna link it um below <laughs> on my socials and stuff you guys have been nothing but awesome i really do love you guys thank you thank you love you too nigga (laughs) love you too nigga